Welcome to the ENA Podcast. This is the ENA Podcast. I'm Dan Campana, the Senior Manager for PR and Communications with the Emergency Nurses Association. Uh, we're back with a really exciting episode that a lot of people around ENA have been looking forward to. And I'm, I'm pleased to welcome filmmaker Carolyn Jones and Lisa Frank from the Carolyn Jones Productions team to talk about the Emergency Nurse Project and Carolyn's appearance this September at Emergency Nursing 2019 in Austin. Carolyn and Lisa, welcome to the ENA Podcast. Thank you so much. It's exciting to get to talk to you all after looking at you for so long. Yes, thank you. We've been so excited to get to work with emergency nurses for really the last year or so. So it's great to get to talk to you. So and there is a lot to talk about, too. I mean, we've got two really you know, major things that have been going on and have been in the works in one form or another for, for a long period of time, both with the film and then with our planning for, uh, for our conference coming up at the end of September, beginning of October. So we've got a lot of ground to cover. So let's start with the film itself, The Emergency Nurse Project. I, I've only been involved in this conversation since about the beginning of this year and the things I've heard in our meetings and the other conversations about what you guys have learned as a team about this uh, have really kind of, you know, really brought me into a different world and a mindset for people who are just learning, you know, the trueness of who emergency nurses are. So let's, let's start when we're talking about the, the film. Talk a little bit about the team that is putting this film together. Let's, let's get that, those people recognized and, and talk about the team that uh, is now in the editing stage, as you mentioned. Sure. Well, so um, this is Carolyn Jones, and I'm the executive director, uh, executive producer and director of the film. And Lisa is the producer of the film. And we as a team have worked together for the last 10 years, over 10 years. And, uh, and we have also been working on all of the nurse projects that we've done with a cinematographer named Yaka Vincek. And Yaka is just a gifted guy who's able to look at what is sometimes really tough material to capture and capture it in a really artful and beautiful way. So we're really excited to get to work with him. We've got a really strong edit team on this, Laura Israel and Chelsea Smith, who are really gifted editors and again, taking what is sometimes difficult footage to view and turning it into something that we believe the American public will be able to witness and, and absorb without being horrified, but really understand uh, what we're trying to do. But the, the core of who we are is really Lisa and I. We, we have a certain vision for what we want to say in this world and what we're trying to shine a light on and the way that we're trying to do that. And the, the, the funny ahead, thing is too, um, you know, we aren't nurses and people always ask, um, and you know, Carolyn travels across the country doing speaking engagements and the assumption is that she must be a nurse or she must have been a nurse in, you know, her past life. And, and that's not the case. Carolyn started out as a photographer and a photojournalist. Um, and so, so we sort of stumbled into this nursing world about eight years ago with a project we did called the American Nurse Project, which was a book and a film. And it opened up this incredible lens to look at the world, to look at the issues in our country and what people are dealing with because nurses know us so intimately. And we felt really lucky to get to dive into the world of nurses back then. And, and it's turned out to be 
this pathway to learning about so many topics. So we've we've been, this is our third big nurse related project. Um, and we feel really lucky to get to shine a light on some of, you know, the really tough issues we're dealing with in this country through the lens of emergency nursing. So Carolyn, let me start with you on this question. Having been around nurses for the last several years, what has intrigued you most as you've gotten to know emergency nurses through this project? Well, first of all, I'd like to say that I practically could be a nurse at this point. I mean, <laughs> after eight years, everybody I know, whenever they're hurt or they're not feeling well, they call me up and ask me what to do. So I think I've learned an enormous amount about who nurses are and what they do. But look, when we started this project, like most people in America, I had absolutely no clue what nurses do. So it's been a real trajectory of an education. So if you had asked me 10 years ago what I thought about nurses, I would have, like most people said, well, they take your temperature and they hold your hand when you're not feeling well, but you know, your focus is on the doctor and what they're going to tell you. And I was just completely ignorant. And, and honestly, I had gone through uh, a, a dance with cancer and had an oncology nurse who inspired me greatly to do all of this work. But even after that, I didn't really fully understand the depth of understanding that nurses have about who we are and how we function as human beings. So I feel like this has been a three-tiered thing, that the American nurse gave us a window into the world of nurses and all the different kinds of nursing that there are all across the country. And that was really compelling and really eye-opening. And then that led us into the second film, which was Defining Hope, because honestly, the more I talked to nurses, the more they told us that we're just not dying very well in this country. And so I wanted to really dig in deep on that. So we did a project where we were looking at the end of life with the, uh, with the help of eight patients who were dealing with life-threatening illnesses and the nurses who were guiding them through the choices that they had to make. And so when we were first approached about doing this film about emergency nurses, it was such a natural progression because honestly, making a film about the end of life brought up so many questions for me about the technology that's available to us, what we should do and what we can do and what we're able to do and what kind of a position we put families into when we keep people alive beyond what would have been natural. So I had a lot of questions and it seemed to me that the emergency room was gonna be a really interesting place to find those things out. Um, but I have to say along the way, my admiration for the profession of nursing has grown so much. I had no idea how well-educated nurses are and what they really know about us. I think that the, that the gifts they have are gifts that aren't necessarily cherished in the culture that we live in today, and they should be. We're missing out greatly to not be really cherishing the nurses that we're surrounded by. And to get into the world of emergency nurses, man, I gotta tell you, this is a whole new world. This is a whole new kind of nurse. I thought I'd met them all, but I didn't have a clue what emergency nurses were all about a year ago. We, we started shooting in July of 2018, and here it is almost a year later, and I finally feel like I have a handle on who emergency nurses are, what they're capable of, and what some of their challenges are. 
Lisa, what surprised you the most being on a, a very identical journey to Carolyn and, and learning about nurses over the years? What has surprised you the most out of this last year of, of getting to know emergency nurses, not just as, as medical professionals that they are, but the people that they are behind that? Yeah, that's a great question. I think what surprised me about the emergency nurses is probably different than what surprised me about nurses more broadly. And that's that they're they're like kind of a tougher bunch, um, you know, on the whole. And and no matter what they're dealing with at home, whether they have children or family members they're taking care of at home, you know, they show up at work and they are just ready for whatever gets thrown their way. Um, and and they are just so prepared. They have so much energy and they're so focused. And I think that was one thing that really impressed me is the ability to just, um, you know it sounds trite, but really to multitask at the highest level. I mean, they really have to be going from one traumatic situation to the next, to the most mundane, you know, situation to giving somebody a turkey sandwich and all while keeping their composure and keeping their good humor. And, and that's the kind of, you know, interpersonal skills in addition to their medical training that it's just really unusual. I think if the rest of us could, embody some of that in our day-to-day life and in our professions, you know, it, it would go such a long way because they have all of these different skills at the same time. Carolyn, you've interviewed many people over the years, you know, through your various projects. Two words jumped out at me in, in one of the meetings that we've had previously where you described emergency nurses as unique and special. Having talked to so many people over the years, what really made those words appropriate for you to describe emergency nurses that way? Well, so it's interesting, you know, I've interviewed so many people and when we when we started with nurses in general, I used to talk about how easy it was for me to kind of get into the meat of the conversation. Right. You know, I think the rest of us in the world, we tend to build walls and we have a veneer and and we want to present ourselves a certain way. And I was really struck when I started interviewing nurses that they didn't go through all that fuss. And I, I never really knew why, but I, I, I often think it's just because the patients are so authentic in what they're going through that the nurses have to answer to that as well and be every bit as authentic and uncomplicated in that moment as the patients are. So there aren't a lot of veneers and walls to get through. And I expected when I got into the emergency department to be able to have that really quick highway into what was the most intimate things that they were thinking about and I didn't get it. At first I didn't get it and and it was really hard when we started this film because I thought you know, why am I not able to kind of access that emotional depth really quickly? But I swear on the first night of filming um, I learned what it takes to be an emergency nurse and in fact I, I wasn't sure if I was actually going to be able to stomach it or deal with it, but to be able to go from one event to the next event in a trauma bay and put their emotions aside, I think that if I can generalize all emergency nurses, which I shouldn't, but uh, let's take a stab at it. One thing I've found is that um, it's harder for me to get in, but when you do, it's just so real. The the walls that we build are a little bit stronger with emergency nurses because you have to compartmentalize the things that you're 
feeling and seeing. So if there's a loss of life of, for instance, a child, the nurses have to put that in a box somewhere and go to the next patient and save that life. And that's a really unique skill set. And it makes for kind of a difficult interview at first because, you know, there's a protective kind of um, front that's there that I have to break through. But when I did, I realized that I was working with a group of people that face life and death every day and know so much about us and who our support groups are and what our communities look like and what our issues are. And it really does make them overwhelmingly unique. I think it's a voice that we in the American public would be really well advised to listen to loud and clear because it is a unique set of tools and information that they've gathered. And that's a good transition point because I wanted to ask Lisa, this is as much a celebration of emergency nurses and really telling their story, not just for an audience of nurses and people who know them. This is really to help expand the universe, if you will, of people who understand, as you've just described, what emergency nurses are really about. So Lisa, how is that a, a challenge and a good way to tell this story in a way that the general public that typically would only get to know an emergency nurse if they're in a difficult situation and go into an ED, but to tell this story in a way that makes them human and understand all the things that Carolyn just mentioned? Absolutely. That's a great question. And one of the things we've heard from nurses through these years is that they don't feel well represented in the media, right? And we know this, like we know that Nurse Jackie is not an accurate depiction of what nursing's all about. Um, and so that was part of what inspired our mission to tell these stories in the first place was to say, how can we get to the heart of this? What's really true here? Um, and not to kind of follow a path that's been presented in, I mean, I love TV shows like ER and Grey's Anatomy, they're, they're very entertaining, but they're not true, right? They're not accurate. Um, so I think Carolyn does a beautiful job when she's interviewing nurses and everyone um, at trying to really get to that emotional space. And I think she, she touched upon that and what she was just saying that with emergency nurses, it sometimes took a little bit longer. And as the producer, I have this frustration of like sitting there, you know, this is taking 90 minutes to do this interview. We got to get going. We got to, you know, get back to our shot list of what we need. But of course, Carolyn is focused on, we still haven't gotten to the meat of what we're trying to say here. So she has great, you know, patience that way. So I think that that's part of it. Um, but I think that, you know, telling the story that accurately depicts the work, we also have to be in conversation with the nurses themselves and with the community and make sure that they feel well represented in the work. And that's part of our process when we get to in post-production on anything we do is to kind of show people, um, you know, this is where we are. This is what we have. What do you, you know, how do you feel this depicts your work? And then we're going to show it to the public. And we start with, you know, sort of smaller screenings and test audiences to see how people react to it. Um, we are feeling very hopeful about this. Um, so far, we haven't shown it to many people, but we feel like it's 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 just powerful to see the work that these nurses are doing with patients and getting the opportunity to be in that room, um, you know, and seeing the the work of the nurse one on one with a patient. We're so lucky to get consent from so many patients that said, "Yeah, sure, tell my story." You know, I'm. I, I'm happy to be filmed. I'm happy to be part of this project if it means that someone out there in the in the in the public is going to get to see this work. So we feel really lucky that we're even getting 
in these places in the first place and getting to tell these stories. And an exciting thing that's been happening the last couple of weeks is, you know, um, through a couple of different means, you know, some clips of these interviews are starting to uh, circulate. And just from from ENA's perspective, the first two that we've put out through Facebook, um, you know, 23,000 views in less than a month certainly is showing that people are seeing these things, they're resonating with them, they're sharing with them. And I, I can tell you from our trip to Washington, D.C. two weeks ago for Day on the Hill, where we showed one of the clips about nurse abuse, which is a very high-end topic uh, for ENA, both on a day-to-day level, but also from our advocacy standpoint, uh, the applause that came up after the the completion of the nurse abuse clip that we shared. So there's obviously a lot of different audiences that you're trying to make sure that you're including in this story, but I'm sure there's some vindication when you know that there is a room full of nurses who are applauding just the smallest little snippet of 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 a topic that is very near and dear to them in terms of nurse abuse and workplace violence. Um, and that's just a small dose of, of what the full picture will look like, obviously, as you thread these interviews together and you fill in a lot of the, the story behind how this situation happens for this nurse versus a situation that occurs in a different facility 100 miles away or 1,000 miles away. Absolutely. And, you know, we, we know that nurses are wonderful spokespeople, and, um, but the public doesn't get to hear from nurses enough, right? So, so that's one of the things that's great um, to have this opportunity to have your organization and others that can spread the word and, and showcase these, these videos. I mean, these are just the tip of the iceberg in terms of the film itself. We'll get to d- dive in a lot deeper, um, but it's absolutely an avenue to get the public to be hearing the voices of nurses, and that's really important for us. So as exciting as that is, the other big exciting news that uh, that has come out in the last week or so is that, Carolyn, you're going to be our keynote speaker at Emergency Nursing 2019 in Austin. So you've been meeting these groups of nurses around the country in different pockets at different times as you've been filming. You're going to get the chance to be in front of about 3,000 of them and really represent the film and represent your journey to creating this film. Um, talk a little bit about what that means to, to get a chance to be around this energy that, uh, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, ENA members really bring to their conference, but also to be representing them through this film. Well, first of all, it's a great honor. I mean, honestly, it's terrific to have the opportunity to be able to address the very people that we've been digging in and trying to understand over the last year. So I'm delighted to get to come. And I'm excited to be able to show some parts of the film. That'll be before the film is released. And uh, I'm hoping, uh, the dream is to be able to show a little clip from each one of the different locations where we've filmed. And that's seven different places. So um, that's, that's exciting for me to kind of give a sneak peek about the film. But You know, one of the things, and Lisa touched upon this really well, is this idea of giving a voice to the nurses. And this is something I I really want to talk about and make sure that everybody understands how highly motivated we are to do this. I mean, this country is going through a lot of issues, the opioid crisis, gun violence, behavioral health problems, which kind of knocked our socks off in the emergency department. And there's so much to talk about there. I don't think there's anyone to go to to better explain what these 
issues are and how they're actually playing out, the nurses in the emergency rooms all across America that are dealing with these things every single day. So if there's one thing I hope I can really do is get nurses to kind of think of themselves as spokespeople for these issues. You know, a lot of this is is motivated by my desire to have the public and have the people who can make a difference and really make change hear these stories about what nurses are going through so that we can make, you know, change in a better way. There, there are solutions that, you know, no matter what's going on in Washington. And sometimes I have to say, I wonder, the people are going to emergency rooms every single day, 24 hours a day, no matter what. And innovation is happening there. And that's exciting to witness. And I think that some of the things that we've seen, some of the programs that are started and and some of the uh, the connections with the community are really, really powerful stories. So I think one of the things is seeing emergency nurses, seeing other emergency nurses in different parts of the country. If you live in a very rural place and you get to see what's going on in a very urban environment, that's super interesting and vice versa. So I want to show the nurses to one another and introduce them to one another and also make sure that we've really raised the volume on their voices. And given what you just said in terms of how you want to represent them and to really also uh, amplify these issues that are front and center in the majority of EDs around this country, and also having a little heard a little bit of feedback from people who you know, are really excited because they've seen you speak in the past, every speaker goes into an event with the idea of what they want people to walk out of that room feeling or thinking or talking about at the end of it. So given your history with nurses, given everything that you've put into this project, given what you're hoping to accomplish at conference, what, what would you like to, to think that the audience is gonna walk away from your speech, you know, your presentation in Austin? What, what do you hope that they walk away with at the end of that in, in a couple of months? Oh my goodness, well, it's June and that's in <laughs> September and we're not finished with the film yet. So I'm, I'm thinking a lot about um, about what I'll say, it, and, and it isn't completely formulated. I guess the, the, the first and, and foremost, I, I really like to honor the nurses and make sure that when I'm finished, they realize how important it is for us to hear their voice, whether that's on a local level, getting out into the community and having people understand what they do, or on a national level by going to Washington and trying to make change. I think that we we don't listen enough and we have this huge treasure chest of the most interesting group of people that understand us intimately and have a really good handle on the issues we have in America. And it will benefit all of us to be able to hear the words that they have to say and hear the ideas that they have about how to make things better. So that's really my goal is to empower the emergency nurses to get out and be heard. And, and I think that the, it's kind of a snowball thing, right? The more we shine a light on the work that nurses do, I think the more empowered we can feel uh, getting out there and being a little bit noisier in what we've learned and what we think. And, and I think that's what I really want the nurses to feel as empowered. And if I could just add one thing, you know, typically when Carolyn speaks all around the country, the feedback that, that I hear the most is 
I was reminded why I became a nurse. You know, we hear that all the time because Carolyn's there telling stories from nurses and giving her perspective, you know, to some extent as a patient, but also mostly as a journalist. And just hearing stories about other nurses, it just reminds nurses, like, that's the important part. You know, that's how I'm touching patients day in and day out. And I think that's going to be true with this emergency nurse project as well. And with Carolyn speaking at the conference, we hope that the footage will present the same message for nurses, right? That's why I'm doing this work. It's really hard. There is very high level of burnout. We know this, but you know, it's so important to that patient as they're getting through that difficult procedure or that traumatic experience, that work and that touch from that nurse is what's getting them through. And it's just critical. And I'm glad you said that, you know, I think that there's this, um, there's this singular place that emergency nursing holds, right? I, I, Kathleen, one of the nurses that we met at St. Joseph's Hospital in Patterson, New Jersey, talks about it, how she's driven by the environment of the hospital. At one point, she's walking through the hallways and she says, this just feels like home, the smell, the people, my relationship with the, you know, the people, the team that I work with, it just feels like home. And I do think that there's this kind of, it's like an otherworldly place, the emergency room. We've discovered it just as we, when we capture a 12 hour shift or we're in there for 14 hours, that it's, 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 it's just kind of, you get cut off from the outside world and what happens in there doesn't go beyond there. Sure. And, and so I think there must be a certain isolation that emergency nurses might feel that doesn't go beyond, you know, their colleagues at their particular hospital. So I think one of the things that the nurses have expressed interest as I'm interviewing them is like, well, what's going on and what's that like in Portland, Oregon? Everybody says, well, where have you been? Well, we've been in Lexington, Kentucky and Burlington, Vermont. We've been in Dallas and we've been in Iowa. We've been in really super rural settings and very, very dramatic urban settings. And there are consistencies that, of things that the nurses say. I mean, so often emergency nurses will kind of rub their hands together and say, show me a good trauma. <laughs> At first I was like, wow, you know, I can hardly relate to that. But now I really get it. You know, it, it, intellectually, they are able to all respond to using the full extent of their education in the emergency department. And some of these things are very universal across the board. So I think it's going to be interesting for the nurses to hear um, pretty much how much they have in common with the other emergency nurses, no matter what kind of environment they're in. And I'm, I'm sure that with that level of immersion, that only breeds authenticity. And as you've noticed and you've talked about, you know, the tough crowd that an emergency nurse, emergency nurses are, um, they can tell authentic from disingenuous. And it sounds like because of the time that you've spent with them, you know, in total, but also for the, through those long shifts in that sort of isolated environment, you are, are building a, a sort of an unspoken trust, you know, that you're there to represent them because you're absorbing all of this in real time and gaining appreciation. And I think all that ties back to a real authentic, from what I've seen of the clips, I mean, the very authentic and emotional uh, depictions of, you know, one particular instance, but that can be identifiable to the masses in terms of other emergency nurses. 
Um, as sort of a wrapping up point, you know, talk about the the struggle if there is such a thing with authenticity, or is it just so natural to, and organic that when you're in it, there's no way to tell the story any differently than through the authentic eyes and ears and voices of the people that you're talking to. Yeah, I mean, it, this is about as real as it gets. It's why I love to do this work so much. I, I you know, I've, that was one of the things that drew me to, in the very beginning of working with nurses, in particular with emergency nurses. You're seeing everybody, all of these patients that have given us the privilege to tell their story, they are at a very, very vulnerable moment. And the nurses working with them, um, they're just about as real as they can be, and it's consistent. And so I'm just really, we are there witnessing the work that they do. And then we stop and talk a little bit and, and often continue to follow them on their shift. So you know, it's it's their authenticity that we just capture on film and 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 are able to 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 do that because of the work that they do, and that's what I want people to see: how consistent they are and how professional they are. It's just I, I am in awe of this profession in general, and specifically. I just, I can't say enough about emergency nurses and how lucky, how lucky we the public are to have them. I don't know what we would do without this profession and people willing to go into it, which is all the more reason why we need to let the public know that it needs to be preserved and we need to protect those that care for us. And this thing about abuse towards nurses just it, it, it just blows my mind that we would be abusive to anyone who's caring for us. And, and if we really understood how much we need them and what they're doing for us, I, I've got to believe we can make that situation better. So we have a lot of missions with this particular film. And if, as I mentioned, having seen a number of the clips and seeing some of the emotion that that evokes, I think you know, you're, you're well on the way. From the from that standpoint, I know there's still some work going on, you know, and the, the road is not uh, is not short at this point. Lisa, uh, sort of, you know, as best as you can, or you're willing to talk a little bit about really where things are are at, and and really what people can expect from a from you know a public side of things, and you know what you're comfortable in, in sharing at this point as you're continuing to work on the film. Sure, you know, we're we're certainly working as quickly as we as we can because we do want to get this out to the public. Um, at the same time with any project, you know, we are perfectionists and we would love to continue, you know, noodling with it and tinkering with it forever to make it as good as it can be. Right now we're in post-production and I would say we're, we're getting very close to having a finished um, cut of the film. We have a couple of more pickup shoots that we need to schedule to get kind of little details that we're still missing, um, but we're getting there. So I'd say, Best case scenario, there's a chance that we could sneak into a film festival this fall for a premiere, but more likely we'll be ready to premiere sometime in early 2020. So that's what we're looking at. But certainly with Carolyn speaking at your conference this fall, she'll be able to do a sneak peek. You won't get to see the whole film. Um, but yeah, you know, that would be exciting then to get to see it uh, hopefully sometime this winter or in the spring, it'll be available for the public more widely. So we will certainly keep everyone up to date as those details pan out. But 
um, you know, definitely by 2020, which I don't know if you're all familiar, but it's it's been designated by the World Health Organization as the International Year of the Nurse. So um, we're pretty excited about that timing as well. It might be really good time to get this word out uh, to, to a broader public. Uh, definitely helps bring that focal point together on all the things that you've mentioned and and certainly from ENA's perspective, you know, we're excited to see the continued development of this and, and getting those updates are always something that uh, uh, the internal staff that has been a, a part of the conversations recently, we're always excited to see what's next and to understand what the, you know, where you guys are at uh, from a creative standpoint. So uh, if we're that excited and, and we're trying to help build that excitement level and our, our response so far has been good and we'll continue to be releasing clips over the next few weeks. and. There'll be more information throughout our social media channels, definitely to update people on what's next in terms of clips and Carolyn's appearance at conference, as well as, uh, you know, exciting events that we've got planned around around the film when it uh, is ready for uh, for its big debuts and, and, you know, and screenings and whatnot coming up uh, uh, in 2020. Uh, Carolyn Jones and Lisa Frank from Carolyn Jones Productions, uh, the folks that are putting together, um, you know, as you've heard, the Emergency Nurse Project. Uh, thank you so much for your time and, and joining us on the ENA podcast to talk about this project, about uh, Emergency Nursing 2019 in Austin and, and Carolyn, your appearance there. Uh, we appreciate uh, everything that you're putting into it, and, and we thank you for the time today. Thank you. It's can't wait to be with you in Austin and show you some new clips. This is going to be great fun to be with you. So thanks so much for having us today. Thank you so much. And yeah, we, we really look forward to celebrating with all the emergency nurses this fall. That'll do it for this episode of the ENA podcast. As you probably know already, you can find it on iTunes, Google Play Store, SoundCloud and Spotify. And uh, new episodes are coming up frequently throughout the month. So please continue to download, please, please continue to share them, and obviously make your plans for Emergency Nursing 2019 in Austin. For more information, visit ena.org ena19. That'll do it for this episode. Until next time, this is Dan Campana. Thank you for listening. <laughs>